What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today, I just wanted to take a couple moments and talk about my day. Uh, some of the things I've been going on and reselling, and hopefully provide you with some value that you can take and incorporate into your own reselling business. So, I actually recorded this episode in my car on the way home from work, and. I don't know what happened, but I plugged in the microphone to my computer and hit record, and it used the computer mic, and when I went to play it and then edit the show just to, um, you know, take out some of the noise and stuff like that, it sounded terrible, so I figured I wasn't going to put your ears through that because it it honestly sounded something like a a screeching sound with the microphone in my computer, so uh, I just wanted to re-record it and hopefully get you guys uh, some decent audio in this. So, recently, I sold an item to a buyer in New York, and then I sold another item to a buyer in Connecticut, and I ended up sending the buyer in Connecticut's item to New York and the New York item to Connecticut, which was a problem. So, the buyer in Connecticut was awesome. They were super helpful. I ended up having them put another shipping label on the product. They put it out on the front porch, and... They, you know, gave me constant updates and stuff on whether or not FedEx had picked up the package and stuff. They were super kind, uh, super understanding, really nice people. And the buyer in New York was a nut job. He was, he was kind of crazy. Um, so I usually try to have some compassion with buyers. I think I mentioned that before, but this guy, he was a little bit out there. He immediately had messaged me after making the sale, asking when I could ship the item. Um, he kept up with me the entire time asking me when it would be there, if I'd shipped it yet. And those kind of buyers are, are typically a problem because they're just super needy and that's not really what you want as a seller. So when he found out he got the wrong item, he flipped and he kind of lost his mind a little bit and immediately requested a return and all this other kind of stuff. Um, which is fine. I mean, I can understand. I would have been upset too if I spent a large amount of money on something and it, I got the completely different item that I had purchased, I would have felt scammed. So I can understand that a little bit, but you know, I'm not some new seller on eBay. I have over a hundred feedback on eBay. All of it's positive. Um, I've done countless transactions on there at this point. So I'm pretty reputable. I'm one of their top rated sellers. Like it's not like this person just scammed you, but I don't think this guy really understood eBay that well. So he probably was buying for the first time and didn't know what he was doing and probably felt like he'd been gypped a little bit. So for me, I was able to redirect the package that was supposed to go to New York back to him. By that time, he'd already returned it. So I just redirected it back to my house and kept it moving. Well, in the meantime, he shipped the package I'd accidentally sent to him back to my house. And it got here today at like, probably I think 10 in the morning. And like 10.05, I get it a message on eBay and says, where's my refund? I know that the item is at your house and you're not refunding me. I'm like, I'm at work. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I don't have time for this. So I just emailed him and said, hey, I'm at work. I'll message you when I get home and I'll refund you then as soon as I get a chance to look at the item. So I went and I got home super late tonight, like 9 p.m. And at 9.05, I get another email from this guy and he's like, gives me like another paragraph of how like I've been mistreating him and stuff and it's been an ongoing process with him and it's to the point where you kind of you don't know what else to do and like I 
I'm typically somebody who kind of can be a little bit hot-headed and lose patience in something very quickly. So customer service is not something that comes natural to me. And after reading like eight messages from this guy, I kind of just wanted to clock him. But um, that's not the correct way to respond. And so, you know, I managed to take a step back and then reply very kindly and give him his refund. And that kind of spurred my interest in talking about the topic tonight of customer service because eBay and selling online is very customer service centric because there is no face-to-face interaction between you and the buyer so you have to be on your a game when you're talking to somebody who could be a potential buyer or somebody who is a buyer who has a problem or wants to know a little bit more information about your product and for those of you out there that are more like me who don't have that naturally, who get a little more, uh, you know, wrapped up in the whole emotion of the thing where, you know, you've been accused of something and you kind of get aggravated because you know you didn't mean to. That's something that's, you know, more difficult for people like that and something that I struggled with starting out. And so hopefully I can provide you with a little bit of information as to what not to do and hopefully kind of show you what you should do um, when you're dealing with a customer who's either just asking you a a simple question or actually giving you a little bit of a hard time. So customer service on eBay, on Amazon, on Mercari, on Poshmark, any of these platforms is huge. You have to be a seller who is willing to work with customers, willing to uh, discuss things with them, willing to make them a happy customer in the end. And that's something that a lot of us start out and we don't really understand because it's very easy. You make a sale for something that you bought and you sell it for maybe, I don't know, 50 bucks. And it was a really good buy. You got it at a thrift store for five. And then a week later, you get a message on eBay that says you have a return case pending. And you're wondering what the heck's going on. I just, I just made this huge sale now this guy wants to return it. I'm going to lose all that money plus the shipping if it was something that's broken with it and so that's a little bit frustrating especially starting out and it can even make you feel like you know I'm wasting my time with this you know I, I'm not making any headway I just made a huge sale and now it's actually costing me more money than it originally had and so that's one of the points where you need to kind of take a step back and realize that in any sort of selling game, it is a very customer-centric business because it is focused on the customer buying a product from you. And so you have to be able to meet that customer and be able to make them happy so that when they leave, they A, don't give you a negative feedback or something that could damage your reputation or your ability to sell on a platform and B, hopefully convert that customer into a repeat buyer or at least give you a positive feedback to make others aware that you're trying to do the right thing and trying to provide a good selling experience and buying experience for them. So that's one of the things that is hard to kind of grasp because you just get started and something happens that you're not really comfortable with or you feel like, you know, I knew this was going to happen, and then you don't know how to react to it, so you kind of just lose your temper a little bit, and then you react on the buyer. And so, 
you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. And one of the key things is always being positive inside your messages when you're talking to them. So eBay, Amazon, Mercari, Poshmark, they all have messaging uh, uh, capabilities built into their website. So eBay has more of an email format. Amazon's very similar to that. Um, Mercari and Poshmark's a little bit more chat-based. So it's like texting somebody back and forth which is a little bit more friendly, but Mercari doesn't let you use emojis. So there's a little bit of a thing there. If you're trying to convey an emoji, an emotion, you can't do that because emojis are very good for that. And I, I use them all the time on eBay, not so much on Amazon, but um, sometimes, you know, Poshmark, eBay, it's good to convey an emotion that way to somebody because it's it, they can kind of get a better feel for how you meant to say something. But it all comes down to how you want to make yourself heard. And the best way when you're doing that is being positive to the customer. You don't want to come off to the customer in a negative way. You definitely do not want to be accusing. You do not want to be uh, kind of self-centered sounding. You want to be positive, upbeat, and, you know, very, very, how can I help you? How can I make things right? Uh, minded when you're going to the customer and it's always better to be more like that way than less because that can cost you in the end if it's if you don't kind of meet that customer or at least show that you were trying to help the customer and so for for that kind of a thing you know it's very easy to um, get caught up in the heat of the moment but the good thing is that when you're responding to somebody via any of these platforms you're not face to face so you have a moment to take a step back take a breath and then write what you're going to say and read it over and you don't have to just lash out and say it or just say something stupid off the top of your head you can actually look it over and read it and kind of say something that sounds educated and both helpful to the customer and you don't have to feel like you rushed into what you were saying so that's good and a lot of the times customers are just a little bit wary of buying online so giving them that comfort um, giving them, you know, asking them, you know, how you can help them, let, let me know if you need anything else, um, providing them with whatever they ask is huge. Um, other things, I mean, most customers really don't want to scam you, and that's one of the things that is hard to learn. Whenever you're first starting out, you feel like anytime somebody asks you something, they're trying to scam you. And there are a lot of customers that'll give you lowball offers or that'll give you, um, you know, a rude message or something like that and those people have their own kind of issues to deal with I mean I, I make enough low offers on things all the time just because I want to see if somebody will bite on one so I don't really get upset about those but if somebody sends me a rude message they're probably just having a bad day and I just keep it moving so don't let yourself get caught up in that kind of stuff it's not good selling practice it's not good um it's not a good way to treat your buyers or anything like that um Buyers typically, what else? I mean, I don't have a whole ton of bad buyer experiences. I've had in all of my time selling probably two or three bad experiences. Um, the first one being this. I mean, th this shipping disaster was just a mess, and it was my fault, so I'm fine with that. But, you know, definitely that guy could have chilled out a little bit, but, you know, I also shouldn't have shipped him. Uh, the complete wrong item that he, you know, I would have been kind of aggravated too. But 
outside of that, I mean, I've had a couple instances where buyers are upset about something or feel like they were scammed. And each time, if for nothing else, remaining positive with the buyer has helped me with dealing with eBay whenever things shake out and the buyer's not happy with them. So some people you won't be able to please. You won't be able to please everybody. And we all know this. I mean, not everybody's going to like uh, every person. You know, nobody can be liked by everybody. There's plenty of people that are great people, great individuals. And, you know, just somebody doesn't like them because of, you know, the way they were brought up or where they're from or, uh, you know, who they are or any kind of thing like that. They just don't like it. And so you're not going to be able to please everybody. But I think you can probably please 90 to 95% of people pretty easily. And so... With that being said, you remaining positive, you remaining uh, kind on eBay, on Amazon. I know a little bit more about eBay, so I'll stick with that. But remaining calm and kind on eBay is really good for when a buyer claims that they've been mistreated to eBay. So, you know, if they're saying that they haven't had uh, adequate support or the buyer didn't or the seller didn't respond to me, or the seller, you know, if they're blatantly lying about that kind of stuff, eBay will go back and check your messages. They have access to all your messages, and I mean, like, they have access to all your messages that you send somebody on eBay. Like, I'll give them the item number, the item number on eBay that eBay generates for each listing, and they'll read my messages back to me every time that I've called in, so they know exactly what's going on. You're not going to pull one over on them, but It's good because if the buyer's trying to pull something over on them, they'll also look at what you have going and what you were saying and, you know, were you being helpful? You know, did you provide them uh, a return for free or did you provide them a return after their item was broken? Did you apologize? Did you do all these different things? Those kind of things, being kind, eBay takes that into consideration. Amazon, maybe not so much, but eBay definitely does. And so they will give you a little bit of leeway. You can get some feedback removed. Um, if it's bad feedback, um, I've had that happen a couple times where I've actually gotten the buyer to, uh, say that, you know, Hey, I'm happy. Thank you so much. And then I can go to eBay and say, Hey, the buyer's happy. Uh, here's all my messages that I've done. Uh, you can see that I actually took the steps. You know, I, I even sent them a new item. Uh, here's the tracking number for it. You can see it was delivered to their house. Um, you know, could you do something about the feedback? Could you remove it? And they, they'll do it every time if you do that. So, you know, that kind of stuff definitely weighs in on their decisions for stuff that affects you. So you don't want to hose yourself by reacting negatively, reacting poorly to something, and then eBay seeing that in the long run and not giving you what you're asking for, it, whether that be a feedback removal or helping deal with a bad buyer or any of those kind of things. So that's something that you definitely want to keep in mind too. I mean, if for nothing else than helping yourself, it's definitely a good thing to treat your customers well and kind of provide them with a good service so that they come back. I mean, you want them to keep buying on eBay. You want them to keep buying on Mercari. You want them to keep buying on Poshmark because all of these platforms are where you're selling things. So you don't want them to be, you know, turned off of eBay forever because of your one one, uh, bad transaction with them. I mean, that could deter, you know, potentially thousands of dollars for eBay. And potentially, you know, a lot of money for you if the customer would have felt happy and you sell something that they, you know, a niche that you sell is something that they like. You know, if you specialize in, you know, different, uh, 
you know, vintage sporting apparel, and that person happens to be a Los Angeles Rams fan from when they were the Los Angeles Rams back before they were the St. Louis Rams, and they like that kind of stuff, they would be able to come back to you often if they feel comfortable buying from you if it's not a pain for them. And so making each customer experience as good as it can be will help you create those return buyers, will help you create those people that give you positive feedbacks, will do all these things for you. Um, I mean, even another thing, Mercari actually goes a step further by giving you, I think they're different badges, and it sounds kind of lame because a lot of times badges are things that we don't care about when you're playing a video game or something. Like, intense gamers will care about badges, but when I'm playing a game of Madden and it tells me I got a badge for throwing a 40-yard touchdown pass, it's not something I really get concerned with or care about. But on Mercari, those kind of things, I think, play into how your listings get stacked up against other listings, it would make sense that they want to display their listings from people that have better reputations first, so that way those sales are made and customers are continued, continuing to have a good experience on Mercari. You don't want you know bad sellers getting the top of the uh, listings because then they won't be able to make their customers happy. So you want to give the good sellers that. And so Mercari has, I think, three or four different badges that they do. And one of them happens to be messaging the buyer back within, I think, four or eight hours. I think it's eight hours. But they obviously think it's something important enough that you need to go back and talk to the buyer uh, immediately, um, you know, within that eight-hour time frame because it helps create uh, a sense of happiness, a sense of, well, not happiness, but a sense of, um, you know, feeling like they're being taken care of, basically. So, you know, you can even see it with that. So, you know, I think that's enough for tonight. Um, it's getting kind of late. I got to get to bed and I still got to edit this thing a little bit and make, you know, it sound a little bit crisper. So, um, with that being said, I think I'll let you guys go. But, you know, if you ever have any questions or anything or even want to know about how, you know, you're treating a customer or a customer sends you something and you don't know how to deal with it, just hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I'd be happy to answer any of your questions and try and help walk you through a process if you don't feel comfortable with it. You know, I've seen a lot of different things and I've talked to different people about different situations and I've seen a lot of different situations play out. So I, there's a good chance that I could at least get you pointed in the right direction. So, and I'd love to do that. So just, you know, give me a shout if you ever need anything. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys go. You guys have a good one. Peace.